welcome to the Student Collective. My name is Ian. I have the privilege of serving as the family ministry, ministry pastor here at New Collective Church, and we're so uh, excited to talk about our topic today. Um, but first, before we get to it, I'd love to introduce our special guest. This is Wesley. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Hi. Uh, Wesley Long here, uh, the worship leader here at New Collective Church. Um, Ian's asked me to come on and talk a little bit, so I'm excited for our conversation today. Yeah. yeah. So, it's fitting that we have the worship leader here, and uh, we're going to talk about worship. Uh, so, what is worship to you as the worship leader? Mm, good question. Um, I, I'd say worship to me is um, more than what uh, I bring on stage on Sunday, but it's everything, all the preparation, um, uh, devotion, uh and just alone time, uh, even not just alone time, but like literally every aspect of my life, I think leading up to a Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's every part of me and that's how it should be, right? It should be how we hold ourselves, how we, um, what we're doing, um, you know, our minds, our actions, our, um, just beings and what we do and how we, um, you know, the, the daily sacrifices and just, um, I don't know, you know, I, I've got a definition here, sorry, I'm not texting or anything oh, while I'm speaking, <laughs> that would be an awful way to start <laughs> off the, the podcast here, um, you know, I've got a definition here of worship and I just thought it was perfect, uh, it's grateful submission to God. Um, and that's kind of how, the way I like to look at it. Um, I think there's a, um, a view on worship now. And when you say worship, people think of worship music and, uh, and like maybe radio hits or something like that. Um, but it's much more than just a song and what we sing. Yes, the Bible, and we'll probably talk about it more. Um, there's plenty of scripture talking about, you know, like joyful songs and, uh, you know, joy, uh, joyful noise and uh, stuff like that. But, you know, I think the Bible is also clear that we should, um, in every aspect of our lives, um, give worship to God. And, mm -hmm. um, and how we do that is very important, especially for somebody like me that has to come up on a stage every Sunday and lead a whole congregation in worship. Um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. Um, and it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of yeah. stuff like that so so like you said like one of the most popular ways uh that we do do we do worship in church is by singing songs about god and his love for us but that's not all worship is right. because in romans 12 uh, the apostle paul tells us that it says therefore i urge you brother and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so worship is more than a song we sing. It's a worship is a life that we live. Yeah. And so how have you as a uh, worship leader like practiced that? Because I'm sure at times like it's hard, right? Life gets in the way of a lot of like a lot of 
crap that happens. But then also, like, how do you live a lifestyle that you can come in on a Sunday and help people lead them into a moment maybe of, like, like singing worship praises to God? Um. Yeah, kind of like I said earlier, it, it does take a lot of discipline, and we're all human, and we all give in to our, um, you know, our fleshly desires, um, and there's there's no stopping that. Um, it's going to happen. That's the human condition we have. Um, but, you know, I think it's about uh, making priority, the, the priority in your life, um, God. And that's the center focus um, because our body is a temple. And so it's not only what we feed ourselves like physically, like what I'm eating, but actually what I'm feeding myself um, mentally, spiritually, uh, like you said in Romans 12, like um, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Like um, that, that, that part right there is so important. The things we do throughout the week um, to get ourselves uh, prepared and uh, renewed and just fresh on what the spirit is doing in the places we are and in our lives. So, yeah, I think just focusing on those things and, you know, uh, I, I don't like to say um, set aside time because that makes it like second or third, like, right. you know, place. Yeah. Um, but like priority, like I start my morning every morning with, you know, scripture reading, um, you know, before I check my phone, yeah. before I eat, um, before I shower, bef- you know, first thing I get out of bed is I go and read. Um, and that sounds very churchy and like, uh, Ooh, oh, Christian, yeah. we get it. But I think that really does have an important factor on how the rest of your day looks. Yeah. And um, if you renew your mind, at the beginning of the day, you know, on God's word and uh, our purpose and what we are yeah, and what we're supposed to be. That, I think, just for me, it, you know, it's played a massive impact on, you know, how I treat situations, how I treat people, how, you know, just my outlook on life. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed on times where I, you know, might get in a, a rut of not doing that um i can see a massive difference in you know my responses to things and uh yeah my worship um in my life and uh yeah so those are big uh those have been important things for me you know i think it's also like this is just what i've personally like experienced when i do my personal time in the morning about the only thing i'll do beforehand is make my coffee and my breakfast Mm. Um, because if uh, I know that if I do anything else other than that, I won't be able to Mm. finish my like quiet time with the Lord because then I'm already moved on and he's on the back burner. Mm. And so it's a discipline, like you Mm -hmm. said, to like get up every day and truly recognize like, this is the important part of my day. If I don't start out with this, like I've missed the point. Mm. Um, and a lot of times just how we're wired is I'll just move on and be like, oh, I'll do that at lunchtime. Well, then lunchtime comes around and somebody's like, hey, you want to go get lunch? I'll go get lunch. And then, like, that it just keeps getting pushed back. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting here three days later, I'm like, I've not had any time with the Lord. And yeah. it's just a discipline that you have to say, this is what I'm doing. 
It's like if you're addicted to anything, whether that's pornography, drugs, or literally anything, maybe mm-hmm. it might be gambling, mm-hmm. you have to daily choose to do, like, to not do that. And so it's a discipline mm-hmm. to do that, but it's also like a discipline to mm-hmm. follow Christ. I mean, if you look at the disciples, they literally dropped everything to right. follow Jesus. And for me to not just drop 10 minutes of my morning, I think sometimes I'm like, gosh, wow, like, hmm. that's kind of really sad that I couldn't give yeah. that little bit to God today. Yeah, I think in, in the world and having everything coming at you a thousand miles, you know, an hour, um, it does, it makes it so easy to just get caught up in all of it and not set and not have your time with God. Um and yeah, like you said, before you know it, the day's over and you haven't had any God yeah. in any kind of prayer or thought or you're like, man, what happened? And, you know, there's, you know, if, rather that it well, if that's busyness, if that's um, maybe even just a bunch of free time and, you know, you actually have a, a you have a second to not be busy, therefore you're you end up being busy because you have so much free time to do stuff maybe around the house or something. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things that you can, um, that can kind of blind you. Um, but yeah, you just, it's, it's a discipline. And I would say it's kind of just a discipline at first. Right. Right. Cause once you make that, like that's your decision and that's what you're going to do. I, I feel, I don't know about you, but, it becomes a lot easier and almost like a healthy routine. Yeah. Like I become not addicted to it, but like in a way, yeah, you like desire I, more. that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, desire is a good way to put it. I, I desire, I want more of scripture. I want, I want more of understanding and yeah, I think, I think at first it's definitely like a, oh, I gotta read my Bible. I'm, I'm a Christian. That's what I have to do maybe. But like, yeah, the more you do it, the more you, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I think that's what God wants for all of us eventually mm-hmm. is to like, he wants us to live a life fully devoted to him. And he wants us like every word we say, every action we take and every thought we think to be one like fueled by our love for him. So if your worship is God confined into 20 minutes on a Sunday, mm-hmm. the songs we sing every week then you've completely missed it. Right. And God wants so much more for you than that. He wants you to experience like the joy and the power that comes with every minute of just worship, worshiping him through your actions. And so I think one of the ways we do do this and it can be kind of like matched in. I didn't really plan on going this way, but like is through prayer is an act of worship. Mm. Um, and that's a discipline in itself. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, because when we pray, we're eventually, I mean, we're essentially asking God to change the posture of our hearts. And a lot of times before I can go into a moment of worship, I have to ask God to like come and take everything, all distractions aside. Yeah. Um, before I can even come into a moment of worship, Mm. um, because I want it to be about him and not about me and what I'm feeling. Yeah. That's good. And even in like in a um, environment of maybe church of like, you know, Sunday morning worship specifically, like sometimes it is hard 
you know, you're, you've got, um, you just got in a fight with your brother or sister, some family member, mom or dad. Um, maybe your breakfast, you burnt the waffles, you know, and so you're already starting your day off wrong that Sunday. Or maybe, you know, your dog, your dog pooped in your bed or something or got in the trash or something, you know, and yeah. it, it becomes like, oh, I'm so mad and frustrated. You know, I have to put on my happy face for church. And, um, you know, sometimes it takes uh, a moment of, okay, pause. Let me go to God real quick. Yeah. Let me come to you. What do you want me to get out of this? You know, like sometimes, uh, sometimes it takes prayer. Sometimes it takes the first hype worship song. Sometimes, you know, or the first just, yeah. you know, song to really be like, I'm here now, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Also, like, always, when I come to worship, I think that sometimes, especially in students, I've noticed um, with, like, working with students for almost seven years, I've noticed a lot of tendencies and trends and something that has always yeah, I guess it's like been awkward in my spirit, um, and I've noticed is like sometimes students will rely too much on the environment to worship, mm. and so sometimes you might be in a room where the lights aren't dark and people are going to see you. Yeah, but how you worship doesn't matter to the person beside you. Yeah. And so what would you say as somebody who, you know, you see the faces, you see the reactions um, to when we sing these praises and worship to God? Like, what would you, how would you give a student encouragement who probably struggles like, man, I really want to worship um, how I feel like I need to, but I'm too concerned with what my my boyfriend beside me is, is yeah. uh, going to think about it. Sure. You know. I think there is something to be said about environment, right? Like, um, you want, there's good things about setting up an environment that is, you know, uh, inspiring, uh, worship or like, um, you know, encouraging worship, um, to its freest extent. Like there's something to be said about that. And I think those are good things, but, um, very, very quickly, I think we can become wrapped up too much in that and it be yeah. um, more important in our heads than the worship itself. Um, so that's not really answering your question, but kind of wanted to You're make good. that statement. Good point. Um, uh, so, but with, you know, being kind of self-conscious of your worship, you know, um, we like to compare ourselves a lot in everything that we do. That's another human condition we have. We just like to look more at what more like I feel like all the time. Yeah. With like, yeah. Social media. Mm -hmm. We're like, man, mm -hmm. if I could only look like that or if I could experience what they're experiencing. Right. Yes. Um, I think there's a lot of that. And, you know, sadly, it's come into the church right and so we're impacted in a way that um yeah it it negatively impacts our worship yeah. um and but that's the thing is that there's no rule book to how worship looks 
Yeah. Right? Like, um, we know what worship is, but this whole culture of, like, worship, of, like, worship music and, like, raising my hands in church, like, there's no rule book to it. There's no, like, um, way it needs to look, right? Right. Like, the person that needs to just sit there and just soak it in, um, that's just as good and healthy as the person standing up, jumping around, raising their hands, doing backflips, and yeah. just screaming. Bro, if somebody does a backflip in church, I'm losing my mind. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yo, that's Dang lit. It. That's awesome, though, right? I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know, like, we get in our heads too much about that kind of stuff. Like, it's not about you. It has nothing to, it's like, that's one of the biggest things that um, being new in worship, in, like, worship leading um, all the time, I, I say this and I have no idea if it makes sense, but I wish I could just take myself off the platform yet still do what I do. Right. And it's like, I love, like my favorite moments are when I'm not singing and I'm just hearing the congregation sing and praise the Lord. Like that is one of the coolest things just because like, um, it's just a way for me, I guess, to, like, kind of soak it in more and, like, really listen to, like, oh, no, there's something about it. But, like, um, you know, the moment it becomes about me is the moment that's not worship anymore. Like, it's just a form of, like, idolatry for myself, you yeah. know? Um, and for people that watch me, like, like maybe I jump too much for you or maybe I, I sing – too loud or too high, maybe not in your key, you know, but, you know, and I know I'm leading you, but at the end of the day, it's like, my worship does not look like yours, nor does it have to be. Right. Like, the, what, however you feel led to worship, that should be, yeah. now, as long as you're not just making up words and like, you right. know, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess it should just say, the moment that it becomes about you, it's not worship anymore. Yeah. So in those times of I'm insecure, I want to do this, but I feel like people might look at me weird. Nobody else is doing it. Take a step of faith, man. Yeah. Because in those moments, I mean, God can speak to you. Like, I don't know. There's something about coming together. And if we're talking specifically about group worship, there's something about coming together and, yeah. you know, as a group, congregating and singing praises to the Lord. It's yeah. It's impactful. And then you talked about, like, the person that just sits there in worship. I think a lot of times we view that as they're not interested. But in mm. reality, why are we looking around trying to judge what they're experiencing in worship yeah. when we should be focusing on uh, the Father and what we need to be singing yeah. or what we need to be giving to Him? Because, like, I've caught myself... Uh, just to be vulnerable is like I've caught myself at times to literally be that guy. I'm like standing there and I'm like I worship for like a few minutes and then like I catch myself looking around. I'm like, dang, dude, why are you sitting down? Like, and it like makes me angry. But in reality, like that could be that person's very form of worship. Right. And I didn't think that was the case until honestly not too long ago. When it was actually me and you, we were in Charlotte for like a leadership thing mm -hmm. and they started singing a song and I'm like, I have no idea what the words of this song is. 
but the lyrics to the song were so powerful and so meaningful talking about like what Jesus had done for us and how you accept Christ. Like they're basically the gospel in a song. Mm -hmm. It was so powerful. It's not released yet, but when it is, I will drop it on my Instagram because it's, it's freaking gas. Um, but, uh, I just was sitting there for the first little bit and I just Mm -hmm. had to like sit down and just, close my eyes and just listen to the words because I didn't know them. And so if I was trying to sing with them, I was going to be all over the place. But what I could do in that moment was listen to those words and truly understand like, wow, Jesus, like I love you. And this Hmm. is a special moment between me and you. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is, man. Like I wish that we, in those moments, we didn't have to be human, right? You know, because um, we're just we're just bound to do stuff that we don't need to do, and we just do it. And you know, if it's a product of how we were raised, like the church that we were in, and how they did stuff, might look different than the next, or you know, just different stuff, and we end up like being self conscious and judgmental. Um, because of insecurities, I think, you know, like, I don't know, it, it's sad, but, you know, I guess let it be, like, encouraging to anyone listening out there, like, there is not a proper form of worship, like, whichever way you want to worship is your proper form of worship to God. Like as long as it's pleasing to God. Like, yeah, that's all that's all that really That's right. That's like the definition that matters, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz oftentimes we put worship like in the box. Like this is what worship is. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not what worship yeah. is. What worship is is this huge picture, but what it may look like for you might be in a box. Mm. But it's not in that same box for everybody. Mm. And I think that's super important to know is like Dude, the way you worship could be completely different than somebody else. But the key is it has to be completely like devotion to God. Because this is another thing that I often catch myself doing or that I've noticed, especially talking with people, is like what you give weight to is what you're worshiping. So if I like for I love football. My favorite thing, favorite sport, if you don't love football, I'll pray for you. Um, But, man, I love football. But the thing about football is I often would give so much weight to it and put it above God. And so at that point, I am worshiping football more than I'm worshiping God. And that's a dangerous path to get into. And I think it's so important. So if you're listening, I want you to evaluate your life because there are some things in your life that you are giving weight to that is putting worship to that thing. It might be a boyfriend, might be a girlfriend, it might be a situation, but what you give weight to is what you are worshiping. And it's vitally important that you give weight to God because he's worthy of all the worship um, and what he's brought you through and your story and just everything. Um, And that's just like something that I've always felt that's so impactful is what we give weight to is what we worship. That's great. Yeah. I don't need to add anything to that. That was great. You're pat, you're preaching out here. Oh uh, yeah. I need to, That's I need great. to calm down. I need to calm down. <laughs> We're just sitting down, dude. We're just sitting down. Gosh, you don't have to pop off. I almost grabbed the mic and just started getting up and going, <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, 
I don't, I don't know. I just truly love worship. We'll, we'll close with this. We'll close with some fun stuff. Okay. So uh, we had some good topic discussion on worship. It's more than just a song. It's also a lifestyle. We talked a little bit about what worship is to us, how we engage with it. But what is your favorite worship song right now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was not expecting that. Um, you know, I do this. If you know me at all, um, I, I do this thing where. And it's probably for, like, it, it probably hurts me more than it helps me. But um, once I hear a song and I like it, I listen to that song forever. And, <laughs> me too. And so, like, <laughs> like it, I, I hardly ever get tired of it. Um, and so because of that, like, my playlist never really reaches... It never grows. No, it never grows. It just kind of stays Just one there. song by right. every One song months. every couple months. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll add it to the playlist. No. Um, mm, favorite worship song right now? I like Quiet. Quiet. By Elevation Rhythm. Yeah. It's good. The stripped version. Like, the stripped version is me. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Because, like, it's so, like, that song, honestly, like, yeah gives me like because i'm not very quiet like in my life and that song just like whoo it's something we don't talk about like ever yeah. it's like we always want to say the right things to god and we always want to try to make like figure out the right prayer or like you know even in our yeah sp- speaking on that even in our prayer time we like to just like okay how's the best way i can say that at least this is me this might just be me but it's like how's the best way i can say this the thing I'm feeling, even though God already knows what I'm thinking and how yeah. I feel about it. It's like I catch myself trying to be, like, godly, like, in the yeah. presence of God. And it's like he wants us for ourselves, and he already knows what, how we're feeling. So yeah, just to be quiet, especially in a, in a, in a scenario of, like, uh, like, stress and anxiety, like, sometimes the best thing to do is just not speak at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that song. Love yeah. it. So my favorite song right now is definitely one that's not released. <clears throat> and uh, I've just, I found a version of it on YouTube, and it's actually it. Oh, yeah? And so I've been listening to it, and as soon as it gets taken down, I won't be able to listen to it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you what it, I can't tell you what it is right now, because, I mean, I'm sure it will come out soon. Uh, I heard it at a live recording. Yeah. Um, but, dude, it, like, wrecks me. It's mm-hmm. like, I trust in God. I posted the lyrics on my social feed the other day. It's like, I sought the Lord, and he answered. He heard, and he answered. And it's, like, just been my life, right, recently mm-hmm. with yeah. some of the things that uh, my family's dealing with, um, some difficulties. But, like, we pray, and we, we sought his face, and he's answered. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I trust him. Like, those words we've been living. So that's the, my favorite song. But right now, like, the song that I have on repeat, like, at least play two or three times a day is Never Lost. And I'm not talking about the one by Elevation. Yeah. It's, like, the one by Tribal. Ah. Um, the Joel Barnes one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that thing slaps. Mm-hmm. And if I just need a good wrecking, like... Whew, yeah, thing, like, never lost is good. I was gonna yeah. say the Torn Wells one of that because oh, I do, yeah. I, I love that one. But, but yeah, yeah, for some reason, like they just put a whole different spin on it and like mm-hmm. took it into this spontaneous moment that's yeah. just like 
God's never lost a battle. And that's, Uh like, what we're dealing with in our season of my family's life is, like, we're dealing with a battle that's not ours. Mm. Like, we can't, like, it's something that we truly can't and, like, doctors and stuff can't put their hands on, right, at this moment. But we're just trusting and relying on God. And so, like, that's kind of been my battle cry. And so that's another thing is, like, worship can be your weapon and don't let Mm. your weapon be put down. Always keep that weapon because worship is a weapon. That's good. Yeah. It's it's everything you need, right? And sometimes it's the only thing you can do, right? It's just cry out to God. Just worship. Just give it to him, you know, just humbly worship to him. That's really good. Which I spoke on. uh, Wesley does a podcast. I'll throw it in there. The Unknown Podcast. Oh, yeah. you You can check it out. Uh, on YouTube, right? YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you listen. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a nice little plug. But uh, <laughs> he, one thing, I, he invited me on one week, and we talked about like my story with depression and suicide, and some of the things that I had dealt with. And one of the things I said in that podcast was, if it wasn't for like one of the weapons I used to get through that was worship. Mm. And there were days that I sat there and could not do anything but put on a song and just sit there and like give the praises and just ask God to help me. And I think that's one of the things that truly helped me overcome it more than anything. Right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I came back to the sentimental part. I was going to have fun, but. Oh, yeah, it's true. You did start it with, like, let's but, have some fun, and then about to shed some tears. Oh, uh, yeah, no, but, like, good. that was, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I did that, but I did. So <laughs> it's, good. it's good. Sheesh. I like it. No, that's that's something cool about worship music that I've that I found. Well, music in general, but, like, there's something different about worship music, right? Like, because obviously it reaches, like, that spiritual aspect that, like, we can't really get out of secular music. Yeah. But, like, you know it's a gift music is like from God that we can just like somehow attach a feeling or a time of our lives to chords to yeah. like you know, a, a good melody, you know? Yeah. But I think more impactfully, like the words, right? Like some of these worship songs are just prayers that they've had to God in silence and like by themselves. And then some worship songs are like straight out of Psalms. Yeah. You know, but kind of like you said, like, you know, right now you're listening to Never Lost because of the time you're in. Like, I just think that's so cool how God still can use uh, music and, and songs and artists like people like that to give you stuff. You know, like right. we're not going to get any new Bible, but God can still use his people to impact people which is really awesome yeah which like one of my favorite thing is like when we get together we just write music yeah like, i love that man yeah it's like you know i truly don't know what i'm gonna say today but sometimes like god gives us the things that like the things we're dealing with in life and maybe you're a songwriter and you want to you're listening to this mm-hmm. and by no means are we experts we don't put out number one billboard like, not yet not yet not hopefully yet, one no. day Um, But, like, the thing is that I've noticed is a lot of times the things we deal with in life in that season is the easiest thing to write about. Mm. Because how we write 
sometimes is how we're feeling, and mm-hmm. it's, almost, it's almost like it's a prayer to God. Yeah. And I think sometimes writing those thoughts down has been, like, the easiest thing for me to write songs. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm just good, like, lyrically and, like, biblically. Like, this boy can put it to actually make it sound good. Like, mine's just words. <laughs> so, like, that's just kind of the difference. But, um, yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, if you're a songwriter and you're listening to this, like, dude, whatever season you're in, take that and turn it into a story that can impact somebody. Yeah. Um, and, like, go to Scripture, find Scripture that fully supports that, and, dude, you have a song. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, for real. Yeah, there's nothing better. I love writing music. But, you know, I think that that's just one form of worship, right? Like, it can be in your homework. It can, worship can be in, you know, yeah, like how diligent and um, caring you are to your boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, like worship can be, um, you know, just how you hold yourself in school, um, how you handle yourself at the house, you yeah. know, how you obey your parents, how you um, don't roll your eyes. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's, and, and take the trash out when you're told don't <laughs> don't say no. Or, I don't know. But yeah, there's there's all kinds of forms of worship and whatever yours needs to whatever yours looks like is perfectly okay. And, uh, don't, don't limit yourself to the things that God's called you to do. If it's write music, go write music. If it's go take this job opportunity or go to this college, go to that college. Like, you know, we we come back to Romans 12 too. Like, you know, don't be conformed by the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds like that. I love that verse, and we've been, as a church, we've been on that verse a lot recently, but it's something that we, I don't think we really have talked about much, and like, at least in my time in church, and growing up in this, like, church community, you know, um, we, we forget how important it is, you know, that a walk with Christ is more out of it's past Sunday morning church. It is everyday relationship with him, you know, which is the hardest part. It really is. Yeah. With everything that goes on, it it can be so difficult to make that priority. Yeah, it can be. And we've all been there where we're like, yeah, I didn't have any God today, man. What happened this whole week? I didn't read my Bible. What happened? Why didn't I, you know? And then you look at it and you're like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I I just put everything in front of it, you know? And those are right. times of conviction and, like, um, you know, I think God uses those times to still give glory to himself, you know? He's like, yeah. see, what you, see what you did to not have me, yeah. you know? And then we can bring those things to God. But I'm kind of just, I think, talking to talk now, but. I, no, I mean, I think that was a good place to end. Yeah. We can land land it right there. Okay. So, yeah, hey, whatever you do, just make sure that it's always giving worship to God. Yeah, totally. Because worship is more than a song. It's more than a 20-minute set on Sunday. It's a lifestyle. So if there, you don't get anything else from this podcast or this video, make sure that's what you get from it. 
It was great to uh, have you guys join us today and come back next week for the next part of part two and have another special guest. So see you guys. Peace.